the highlight of all highlights today was um, your outfits at that boat <laughs> when, when uh, you all looked so out of place <laughs> and uncomfortable. I've never seen a stylish bunch like that on the Westfields Road before. It's showtime, everybody! Showtime! You've been living in a dream world, Neo. This is the world as it exists today. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Listen, we talking about practice. They peed on the dude's run. Donnie, you're out of your element. I see, you think this has nothing to do with you. Don't ever trash talk black Jesus. This is the Adventure Stash with Pace and McCalvin. Intro. Um, here we are. Day seven. Day six. Day nine. <laughs> um, honestly, don't even know what day it is, but we are bikepacking through the West Fjords. We have an amazing crew with Rue, Lael, Nicole, Payson, myself, Chris. Um, we have Thrain, who is uh, shooting some video. We have Evan, who is shooting some stills. And we have Birna, who is um, our amazing liaison with uh, team, mom. team Mom, basically. Yeah, yeah, giving us pats on the back, making sure we're well fed, smiles on our faces, making sure we have a place to sleep. <clears throat> and we are currently, uh, I believe this is day six, actually, because we have two more days to go. We are currently about 450 miles into our, or 500 miles, basically, into our um, ice. Five. Yeah, it's a little, a little over five, right? Yeah, it was about 120 miles left to go in our West Fjords Way bikepacking trip. So um, here we are. We're going to do a little highlight reel of the day, and um, I'm going to pass the mic back over to Payson. Um, well, now I'm just going to ask you what we did. <laughs> back to Chris. Perfect. Uh, so today um, today was actually a pretty rad day. It was a It was a... Uh, wasn't arbitrary at all, but it was just a little bit of an out and back mainly because it's, it's a bummer to come out here and not go see, um, let's, how, how do you pronounce it? Thrain, give us, how do you say the cliffs? Lodreberg. Perfect. I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever pronounced that correctly. So, um, to not go out there to Iceland's furthest Western point, which is some of the tallest cliffs in Europe, tallest cliffs in Iceland, um, it would be a bummer. So basically what we did is we, we left from, do you know where we left this morning? The town? Birke. Müller. Birke Müller. And we, anyway, we shared an amazing hot spring last night. We were told this incredible story about Björk, the world famous singer who basically. And her water friends. And her water friends who basically, <laughs> long story short, wanted to advocate for Icelandic environment. And so they they created a hot spring in some of these more remote parts of the West Fjords. And we got to spend some time in that hot spring. It was epic. All of us went for an ocean dip. Um, and then we stayed at the guest house Mjola? Mora. Mora, yeah. With amazing, the coolest host ever. Literally walked in and brought us a fresh loaf of bread. Looked like a child, like in swaddling clothes. Um, <clears throat> we all left right around 7.30. <clears throat> had one kind of mega climb the morning and um and it was rad i that was crazy that was today 
That was this morning. Oh my gosh. Yeah, then we got absolutely destroyed by rain, all froze, and we're like shivering hypothermic at the bottom, which was par for the course. Um, and hung out by an old ship, the shipwreck, uh, that's, uh, that's right on the shore, right inside Patrick's Fjorder Bay. What's this fjord called? Do you know? Perfect. I need you for all these, these things. We took off from there, and basically we came to a T, and instead of going to Patrick's Fjorder, where we're staying tonight which is kind of, you know, I would say the, the last significant point on the west coast of the West Fjords, right? Before you start to kind of head north back towards Thingadi and Flatadi and Isafjordr. So we, we headed out to the cliffs, came all the way back. It was about a 50-mile detour, but it's super cool to see. And it's actually, to be honest, if anybody comes out here and does this route, like it would be such a shame to miss that because it's just rolling, epic, perfect gravel roads like kind of wind on as far as the eye can see it's it's really beautiful i think we all had um a really good time out there and we're able to stop and eat and i'll let everybody chat about that but then yeah we came back to patrick schroeder and posted up for an incredible dinner at um flack which is a very hip very nice spot feels like we're in brooklyn right now new york eating like amazing food but instead we're in a harbor in patrick schroeder in kind of the middle of nowhere a little bit but um yeah anyway what was your favorite part of the day, Payson? Starting with you, because you always make us start. <laughs> uh, yeah, the dinner was, was insane. Literally, the, the cod was caught right off the pier that we can see here this morning. That's sweet. Um, favorite part of the day. This is really counterintuitive, but breaking my chain was my favorite part, part of the day because it... Uh, you never broken Never broken a chain, and it... Um, it put me in a special mindset that I kind of got out of touch with um, in part because of the weather and, and all that other thing. But I, basically I had this freak freak incident about 30 miles from home where I flipped up this big flat rock and somehow it just impacted my chain rings super hard directly and like just immediately exploded the chain. So I had to do a lot of mechanicking to get it back together and then the multi-tool that I was using um, didn't put the pin back where it should have really. And so I was kind of limping along and I started to get pretty frustrated and even started to question whether I was going to get back on a working bike. And the, the van with the film crew actually came back to me and, and checked in and I didn't have cell service, so I couldn't communicate with the rest of the group. And they asked me whether they wanted me to or wanted me to have them kind of stick nearby in case I couldn't get the bike working again. I sort of thought for a minute and thought, you know, I have warm clothes, I have food, I have a light and we are doing this thing self-supported. So I'm going to take that on and embrace it. So I, I said, no, go catch up with the rest of the group. And that's what they did. And, uh, it, for whatever reason, that moment of just like, oh yeah, I do need to be self-reliant. Um, everyone else is gone, uh, film crew is gone and I'm here out on this bit of land in Iceland with super questionable weather and a bike that's not working and I need to figure it out. And I figured it out, <clears throat> fixed the issue and had a really fun time, uh, riding solo, um, the last hour, hour and a half to the hotel. Um, the wind was completely still, which believe it or not does happen here. So it was really fun to just kind of like 
push some speed and like work the terrain, carry momentum. Um, of course, I got destroyed by 20 minutes of rain and headwind right before the hotel because it is Iceland. But other than that, it was actually a pretty sweet moment and kind of a reminder that um, sometimes you just need a little intervention for a mindset adjustment and it's all it's all good. So, yeah, that's my favorite part. My favorite part of the day, um, probably, well, there's two really cool parts. Um, in the morning when we started our climb, um, we were rained on for a little bit before starting the climb. So we all, um, within like 10 minutes of starting the ride, we all stopped and, and put rain gear on. And then um, when we got to the bottom of the climb, all took our clothing off again and um, all the rain gear off and then uh, did this climb. And it was beautiful. We were all sweating quite a bit, but we ended the climb in the clouds, which was really neat. If you looked 360 around you, all you could see was just, um, yeah, these big, big clouds. And I thought that was really unique. Um, it was followed by really 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 cold descending basically frozen because we had sweat so much um on the climb but yeah that was um that was exciting and then probably my favorite favorite part of the day was after we went down to look at the cliffs um i i don't know why but <laughs> it, I, it got a little dark going back because um I just remembered that we had descended quite a bit to get to this out and back <laughs> and I expected um, that the way back was going to drag on and it did not and the descending from that point back to this little cafe on the out and back was so much fun just like yelling and just you know not technical but it just was very very fast descending back to the back to the cafe so that was exciting and it gave me um a lot of energy to to continue um so yeah those are my those are my highlights where do you want to go first uh my highlight was riding a flail and no that's my highlight all the time (laughs) (laughs) um I guess like when you start any kind of a trip or a ride and you're like a new crew of people, you're kind of maybe a little bit anxious of like, well, anxious about like the ride, the mileage and the days, but then like, oh, like, you know, am I going to get along with these people and how's it going to go? So I think like the whole trip started with like a little bit of anxiety and like being in a new place. And then sometime in the middle, maybe day three or four, I'm like, okay, we got like four more days of this, five more days of this like just like the riding and the intensity and the experiences. And then today at dinner, I don't know if it was biking to the restaurant, you know, in golden hour light or having this delicious meal and like having laughs, but then I'm thinking, oh, I don't want this to be over. Hmm. You know, so going through like this mix of emotions of anxiety and then kind of not dreading, but like, anticipation of like the next few days and trying to process everything and then being like oh man there's only like 130 miles left so kind of going through that mix of emotions I kind of realized that today so feels pretty cool that's cool I wasn't even thinking about that Rue is very like that like social anxiety when we're getting into a group scenario and that's 
really special about this entire group, riders, media, Pierna, the best, is that everybody's made everybody else feel so comfortable and welcome and just able to do whatever thing they need to do that day. That's exceptional. Really special. Never been like that before for us for anything. So really, really cool. I love today uh, all the different weather. That was like what my biggest takeaway is that it felt like we were on like five different days because it was like it, we left and it was calm and nice and then it started pouring rain and then I pulled over, put a rain jacket on. We all like suited up and then got just sweating like crazy and took everything off and then you know, just got hammered at the end. But then also it's like you're literally like looking across the same bay and then it looks like an entirely different place. We saw like two rainbows full on, one like just touching down into the water. And then at the final ride in, there was like a square of light into the sea. And it was like, oh, I think God's over there. <laughs> but it was, <laughs> it was really, really cool. You know, it's like, and then it just like it's just like another sign of like how different you could experience this place depending on the weather and the day and the light and whatever happens. So that was pretty cool to like, even on a day where it's an out and back, like the out and back was entirely different going out and then coming back. And then we also heard there are puffins out there, but they're gone for the winter. So we have to come back. All right. Uh, my highlights. There were so many, and I think I'm just going to kind of list them off. Uh, but definitely the theme of the trip for me is just zippers. It's just <laughs> how many times can you zip and unzip your jacket? in a day that's basically all you do it's like zippers and velcro <laughs> zip zip <laughs> like all you do you're just hot sweaty cold sweaty hot wet cold steamy i literally i can't even understand how lael can ride with a sweater and a gore-tex jacket when i'm like i'm basically naked riding like i've got like my shirt is all the way unzipped i've got a headband on helmet off i'm like profusely sweating and lael's over there just like fostering some kind of an ecosystem under her jacket <laughs> i don't even know what's happening but it's it's it blows my mind i'm like i'm severely impressed um by that and worried about the amount of sweat that i produce also but um at the day I just started like there's just so many moments and i think as i try to sift back through my head and think about them it's like i vividly remember these just significant moments there's like it's like a highlight reel and the first one was <laughs> probably Nicole lay, sitting on the side of the road, on the ground, in the rain, pissing rain, putting on her shoe covers. Because <laughs> for some reason today, it was important for all of us to get all of our rain gear on at the first sign of rain. Because we're like, no, we're smart now. We've been through this before. Now let's actually put the rain. And then five minutes later, we're at the base of the climb. And we're like, we're all going to get hot. And it's perfect weather. And we're stripping everything off. And then we climb this thing. And then we're doing the climb, and the climb's amazing, and we're all just, you know, enjoying it because our legs are feel fresh. And we get up there. <laughs> I think I, Lael's in front of me, and, and she's, she's descending, and I think I was shooting a video, and she's, like, points over to this, like, weird, really cool, like, tomb-looking feature of this, like, dude's face stacked up in these rocks. This, I'm sure everybody saw it. It looked like, I don't know, like some, I don't know, ancient tomb on, the, on this pass. And she's like, wow, look at that, like, or something, and then just rips down this thing. We get down to the bottom of the climb and, and again everyone's just like basically hypothermic like we're sitting there 
Rue busts out like a cheesecake and or Lael busts out like a cheesecake and they just start eating it like it's just so iconic you know so I- ironic and iconic at the same minute that we're all like in our puffies in our down everything and anyway that was amazing and then and then ripping out to the cliffs um was amazing because we weren't really sure if there was any services along the way we, we stopped at this really killer museum of all things and in that museum there was like just so happened to be a super kind man who had an amazing espresso machine and and rhubarb cake and um and food and snacks and was like just the the kindest guy and like we left some stuff there we left some clothes to dry because they were soaked and he's like so you guys coming back by he's like shall i cook some croissants and we're like sure see in three hours and he's like okay and then i he came back and i i got there first and had just like a really cool conversation with him about uh, about kind of the exhibit that he that he runs there it's a really amazing like um maritime exhibit and fishing uh thing and there's some cool photographs on the wall and we just talked all about where he's from and um and and just his family family and everything and i just thought that's just that was such like a cool moment and for me i think that the 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 rolling gravel between the cliffs and kind of like where we where we took the turn off was just it was just like, you know, shit eating grin, like just so fun, like, you know, no breaks, just like cruising through just such good, like such tacky dirt, mm-hmm. you know, and there was obviously there's always some kitty litter kind of on top because because as Payson always says, Iceland's dirt roads are really buffed out. But then there'll be like these little little spots of kitty litter, but you just feel like, I don't know, there's always like room to move. There's not a lot of cars. And I think what excites me is that you can see like 50 miles in any direction at any point in time. So oftentimes if there is a vehicle, you're like, oh, I know it's like up there. And you just, you don't have that feeling like I'm going to rip around the corner and I, there's trees everywhere. I can't see anything. And that was so like freeing, you know, like it's such a cool terrain. And then, yeah, of course, coming back, you know, Payson breaks his chain. <clears throat> we don't know where he's at. We're all kind of hammering back. And then um, me and Nicole stop and like, we got to this part of the fjord where it was like the most pastel perfect light and i think there was like a a beam of light hitting like some birds that were like scooting across the water it was like such a weird piece it looked like some like japanese like kind of like zen painting that was like in real life and then of course typically like like as always five minutes later we're just getting absolutely pissed on by rain and the end of the day after being like so gorgeous and beautiful just ended in us like sitting in the hotel lobby soaking wet like like seeing begging the lady to let our bring us bring our bikes inside and we knew they were just muddy and dirty and she was like begrudgingly was like okay <laughs> and uh anyway those those are my highlights oh yeah and i also talked to thryan about him fighting mma which was sick i think that's the first thing i did this morning so it like got me hyped because right before i left the house i just like learned about him just absolutely smashing people so i think i got extra fueled today and um and that got me psyched. I think we need more cameos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's tell a- us your tell us your Conor McGregor yeah. story. Yeah, we need a little we need a little backstory. <laughs> highlight first. Oh yeah, highlight of the day from Thrones. Hey, so <clears throat> first podcast. <laughs> Evan did it. Tell us about the story. I'd like to thank. Who would you like yeah. to thank? Apparently, my name is Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> How do you actually say your name? Throw it. Throw it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it kind of sounds like thrown, like you threw something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. Yeah, thrown is, yeah. 
Um, yeah, basically this uh, whole trip has been been one big highlight, except except for the maybe minute or so after you wake up in the morning, which <laughs> when you like kind of question life decisions and like yeah, but and you get some coffee and and and, and it's good. <laughs> um, today, I think just like besides this meal and and. Uh, yeah, probably this meal was the highlight, <laughs> and maybe the swimming pool. <laughs> yeah. But I wanna, I wanna maybe jump back to to yesterday, and and the days are kind of blending together anyway. So um, last night it was getting pretty dark, and we were almost at the place, and <clears throat> it was windy and raining, and we're catching up to Chris and I think Lael, and they're just like going. They look like they're going as fast as they can. Uh, and like butts in the air and and tail swing tail tail swinging and and everything yeah <laughs> and and as we get closer we kind of see there's something on the back of of Chris's bike I don't know what you call it in Iceland it, it's buckleberry but just like where you can keep stuff on the back of the bike yeah and we get closer and it's like this soaked pizza pizza uh, box yeah yeah just absolutely soaked and he's just like all geared up just going as fast as he can and he just looked like the most like enthusiastic pizza delivery guy like <laughs> there ever was just like racing <laughs> just <laughs> so yeah <laughs> I, I know Evan got I got some sweet photos of that and, and I got some videos as well so yeah that was a the most recent like high highlight at least for me like visually um but yeah just thanks again for just uh bringing me along this has been amazing and yeah over to second well versed in my podcast at this point um my highlight today bring it back to throwing was when we were shooting this this big road this big curve in the road and we both jumped out of the van and the van drove away and then Thrown decided that he wanted to shoot a lower angle so he walked away and then I got picked up and we couldn't find him anywhere and somehow he was like a mile and a half down the hill and we could not figure out how he got there it turns out he hitchhiked no way he found another car to drive him to the bottom Um, and my other highlight was so sick uh, oh, it's like you guys are in the film crew now. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I don't think anybody would turn him down. Rips the door off. She's totally stopped. That's my only highlight. <laughs> Does Bruno want a cameo? Yes. Good. Yes. Oh. Absolutely. Come on. Got that mic. Right, I'm Birna, the mom of the group, apparently. Um, I have a few highlights. I've said it before. Nicole's descents on gravel roads amaze me. Like this one today and like a previous days. I love going fast and um, just seeing everyone else go fast and see go super fast on gravel descents. Super, yeah. I'm jealous. It looks so fun. Um, but I think the highlight of all highlights today was um, 
your outfits <laughs> at that boat <laughs> when when uh, you all looked so out of place <laughs> and uncomfortable um looked like you were wearing all your clothes that you found almost in your grandma's closets or something <laughs> Um, yeah, that was. They all realized it, and she I, looked ridiculous because we wouldn't <laughs> stop taking photos of her. Helmet over hood look is always good. Pace and riding with like holding his hood down, like riding into the wind. It was just yeah, I loved it. it Chris looked, looked like Robin Hood <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with his little. I don't know Dang what up. was on his head, but uh, baby hat. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've never seen a stylish bunch like that on the Westfields Road before. It's a good highlight. Those are some great highlights. Let me give it to. Yeah, <laughs> we're definitely gonna have to keep keep you guys in for the uh, tomorrow night's wrap up. And uh, so tomorrow is actually our last proper day um, in terms of mileage. Uh, you know, if we were really gung ho, we we could finish the route out tomorrow. But we're we're psyched to kind of milk it and enjoy it and. I'm excited for tomorrow personally because it's kind of the day I've been waiting for. Just there's a lot of really cool roadside features that I think people literally drive like seven hours from Reykjavik just to see. You know, Dinyandi waterfall, this big, huge cascade that you like actually drive across it. Like you drive across like kind of the water table it's on the highlands and then you drop down to it. So it's kind of really cool because you get to see where it comes from. And then you see where it flows into the ocean. It's just so beautiful. And then um, we pass another waterfall. And then there's a hot spring like like 20 miles into our route. We pass some really cool small towns, small villages that are in pretty remote fjords. Um, three uh, significant climbs that are all really beautiful, not super long. But just like you pop up and over a fjord and up and over a fjord. And then you kind of wind your way on gravel. Almost the whole day is on gravel as well, which is rad. I think it's like you know, 80% of the day. And then we end the day with this, uh, kind of new to me actually, and, and new to many Icelanders because it hasn't really been like a tourist attraction for many, many years, but it's kind of just recently become more traveled. It's this old road around a fjord that literally was built illegally by a farmer who carved it out of a cliff. So the road basically went from kind of one part of, uh, from Thingity up and around to a lighthouse and then you could connect almost to it on the other side, but there was a section that just wasn't passable. So uh, some enthusiastic farmer dug it out with his tractor, and now people can drive it on a super Jeep at low tide only because the water really comes up and it, it can like throw boulders into your car. But with a bike, you can obviously stay close to the cliff and just walk a section of it, and then you can ride you know, most of it, but yeah, anyway, it'll be an adventure. Um, it'll be a little hike a bike and then kind of some, um, really cool remote terrain out there. And I'm just, yeah, I'm super psyched to have everybody check it out. I wrote it last year and it was, it blew my mind. It was, it felt like, um, kind of end of the earth type of thing. So yeah, I'm psyched for that. I think it's like, um, just, just under 90 miles, maybe like 85 miles tomorrow. And it's kind of our last big day. And then we, um, yeah, finish up. Sweet. Thanks, everybody. That was, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. That was a really fun one. Sleep tight. <laughs>